This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980. In Richmond, check us out on 910 The Fan, and we are streaming live on the Odyssey app. You can take us on the go wherever you may be. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network, brought to you by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. So we've been talking about the coaching vacancy here for the Washington Commanders throughout the morning. Ben Johnson says... No thanks. I'm going to stay in Detroit. Bobby Slowick says, no thanks. I'm going to stay in Houston. We don't know if they were favorites to land this job, but they're out. Now, all of a sudden, the bell of the ball for everybody here, it seems, is McDonald, the defensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens. He's young. He was the defensive coordinator for the Michigan Wolverines a couple seasons ago, came back to Baltimore where previously I think he was a linebacker's coach and has been the defensive coordinator. AB, it's an M&M you could, the root, you could actually root for instead of uh, <laughs> just scorn for his uh, want, dyed beard. You want to know his, his biography? Sure. Uh, well, I read a whole piece. Uh, Where's he from? Uh, Georgia, I okay, think Georgia. Georgia kid. Born in Boston. Oh, okay. Well, he was a Georgia but high school he, he football went, coach. He went to high school in Georgia. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, was hired by the Bulldogs and then became a, an intern with the Ravens in like 2014. Right. And then was fast-tracked uh, from his internship to like mm-hmm. defensive quality control all the way to defensive line coach, then to secondary coach. Then he was sent to basically study abroad and learn how to call plays down in Michigan right. for a year. Out under, in Michigan. Under Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Up and in then, Michigan. And then brought back <laughs> yeah. then brought back to replace Wink after yeah. his after his study abroad session in, mm. in college to be defensive coordinator. Find yeah, it funny how tough he calls it studying abroad. He's in Big Ten country. But I know what you mean. You know, yeah, it just you know kind what of I made mean. me laugh. Yeah. Well, he needed experience yeah, being outside a, of the Baltimore yeah, sphere. I being get a it. play caller, and yeah. they couldn't they couldn't just give him the job without any kind of yeah. experience. So he's basically been in Baltimore since 2014. He's, my, he's the new guy he I have was, to fall in love with. He was fast track. He's a defensive coordinator. He was fast track. I just feel like McDonald's resume so far has been better. Well, they had the much better defense, yeah. Hold on, Valdez wanted to finish his thought. Go ahead. I said he was fast-tracked to be a defensive coordinator and possibly head coach um, um, with with all of the position increases in his young tenure. It's almost yeah. like, remember when you were in high school and they gave like the smart kids, they put in algebra and they mm-hmm. put all the dumb, dumb kids in <laughs> geometry? 
it, it's kind of this. It's kind of the same thing. They they put him in in his that uh, algebra class early. Got it. Got it. And because by the way, they Jay, saw the, potential. I, well, I Ben Johnson was one, also that. I can only yeah. love one Detroit, you know, <laughs> coordinator. I don't have. I didn't have room to love both Johnson and Aaron Glenn equally. Hmm. I poured well, give, everything into Ben Johnson. Well, here's the question. Give, I tell you what, give Aaron Glenn, Roquan Smith, and Patrick Queen and Kyle Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'd look great. Sure. Um, he was interviewed in Seattle. Mm-hmm. So here's the question. Let's say at 9.30 we hear Mike McDonald's taking the Seattle kick. Yeah. Drab's going to do cartwheels down the hallway. Now who do you turn to? 800-636-1067. Like so that. if you take Mike McDonald off the board of the people that they have interviewed, that would leave Aaron Glenn, defensive coordinator for the Lions. Mm-hmm. It would it would leave Anthony Weaver, mm-hmm. uh, associate head coach of the Ravens, mm-hmm. defensive line coach, and who am I missing? Dan Quinn and Dan Quinn, who they've interviewed three times. They obviously like Dan. I Quinn. think it's only twice. I think we got an. Erroneous, I think one was his- erroneous report that he was. Going to a third interview. I thought it's that was a, second. Interview. I thought it was a Zoom and then two in person, but maybe I'm wrong. Not sure. All right. I, I yeah, guess who knows what to I believe. guess you elevate Dan Quinn to the top of the list because he's well, you still have enemy. I didn't mention. Well, Bien-Aimé. I've already dis- dismissed right. the enemy. <laughs> so you're mean, out on offense. Cakes, Mister Offense is out on offensive guy. The enemy to me is if I'm driving down like 95 and there's a hitchhiker on the side of the road. I, I look. At I agree Bien-Aimé with that. Like, I mean, unless it's a family member hitchhiking, I'm yeah. never. Never stopping to pick that person up. I don't care if it's a 90-year-old grandma. Sorry, I'm not giving you a ride. I still don't understand the uninterest in Mike Disinterest? (laughs) Is uninterest a word? I think it's disinterest, but whatever. I like your version better. In my world, it's uninterest. I like uninterest better. I'm uninterested. Anyway, uh, in Mike Vrabel. I don't don't quite get it either. It's a good question. Maybe they have interviewed and we just haven't heard it. But I about Belichick? I don't. And Belichick too. Well, Belichick, I understand because he's old. Seventy two. Who would you rather and have? He probably wants too much power. Would you have? Would you rather have Belichick or Dan Quinn? Only Quinn. two. Only Quinn. two choices. All right. I'd rather take just Quinn. because of the age. At this point, the age and the fact that Belichick is going to come in mm-hmm. power hungry. There's a reason they haven't interviewed him because they've got Peters running the football side. And Belichick would want. They that don't want to bring in a dinosaur. Like, yeah, they're not going to do that. I, I kind of want Belichick because I think Belichick. Nobody says that his defensive mind is bad, right? right. Yeah. So they have a problem with his personnel. Yeah, yeah. They have a problem with his personnel choices in recent years because, by the way, he had a good track record for years of picking guys. Yeah. Um, look up the Randy Moss trade. Didn't I, they trade like a fourth round pick for Randy Moss? Yeah, but he also dis- okay. kind of disrespected guys. If he's interested, guys. I'd right. say, okay, you can be interested in coaching. Uh, we'll interview. If you're interested in having Personnel power? Uh, go down the street. I think he Not said interested. in his presser that he'd be willing to cede some responsibilities. Uh, he needs to be willing to and cede so all of He them. would probably come in as a package deal. He would probably come in, and your offensive coordinator would probably be Josh, Josh. McDaniels, yeah. who's been successful as an offensive coordinator. Not a good head coach. He has. He's, he's a disaster as a head coach. So it would be probably, think of it this way, it would be Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniels, and the number two pick in the draft, a quarterback who Josh McDaniels would have been Matt, Matt Patricia. Patricia is his DC. Oh, yeah, would Matt Patricia come no, to? No, that that I, that would make me no. Puke. Thank you. I don't want to rerun that I'm without Brady. Out. Without uh, I'm as out on that as I am on the enemy, and I'm so far out. You on never the enemy. know. Vrabel could be his DC. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah I'm out on all that. There's also a, a lot of talk that uh, Robert Kraft is the one that forced Belichick to draft Mac Jones. Oh, and really? then he never wanted him, and he got mm. stuck with him. And everyone blames Belichick for it. When, well, when everybody won. always says that. We'll hey, you never hey, know. Nobody I'll, wants to be, you know what I mean? I always felt like. It's not going to be Belichick. This was, my own little theory was that he's super tight with Saban. Mac Jones, you know, he probably got an endorsement from Saban. Yeah, draft this guy, a quarterback, and he'll, be, yeah. he'll do well for you. I just remember the reason why I dismissed that a little bit, Drab, is because I just remember the Norv Charlie yeah. debates. That's another. That's a name? <laughs> you know what I mean? Nor- Norv and Charlie always argued over who drafted Heath Shuler. Saban, oh, Saban intrigues of, you? <laughs> Saban intrigues me a little bit, even though he's an old curmudgeon, too, and he's going to want a lot of power, and he stunk in the pros. But it is, it's a it's, little You want to talk about a leader? That's a little That's bit That's as intriguing. good a leader as you'll ever I mean, find. it's a sexy name. You don't get sexier than Nick Saban. I would get blood flow if they named <laughs> I mean, Nick Who was he golfing with? I saw uh, a picture, a little story of Saban was golfing with somebody famous. Yeah, I think I he was know. golfing with Travis Scott. It was like a weird bit. <laughs> that is, that weird, is weird. That's a weird mix right there. Uh, that right, see, it was like this week. 800-636-1067. If McDonald's off the board... Who do you want? All right, let's go to Andre in Manassas. Hey, Andre. Hey, guys. Um, good morning. I don't know why McDonald's, after spending time in Owens, the facilities that own the mills, passed up our facilities for the facilities in, in Seattle. I mean, I think that would just be, you know, a joke on his part. But I would say this with – I would I think it's a derelict duty that we never interviewed Harbaugh. I mean, you, you want to win. And the, the funny thing, it was like – 15 minutes after Ben Johnson report came out that he wasn't taking the job, you had the you know the guy in Grant and Dang talking about all these flaws and Ben Johnson in terms of they didn't really know you know his confidence level. It's like, hey, come on, Peters, you should have known this a long time ago. I mean, the fact that Ben Johnson was on your radar and he had all this smoke floating around him, these are things that I would think my my GM would know. So I think at the end of the day, no one's happy about Dan Quinn. But I mean, if you, you this guy has. He has a proven track record, right? He's been to the Super Bowl. Granted, he didn't win. I, and since when is it a bad thing that, you know, you had a former head coach who went to another franchise that didn't work out? And now, I mean, every single Bill Belichick, Andy Reid, you know, you name it. Some of these coaches, you know, they weren't that successful the first time around in terms of not winning the championship, and they improved. So, you know, Dan Quinn coming here wouldn't be um, the worst thing to, to happen to the, to the franchise. And, you know, hopefully maybe we can start building the team and, you know, going from there as opposed to getting a quarterback first round. I I, I don't know. It just seems that um, we need to build a team around and not just, you know, on offense, I suppose. By the way, Nick Saban, his daughter tweeted a picture and said, Dad played golf with Travis Scott and 50 Cent like it was no big deal. Retirement <laughs> is going too well. That's funny. Right. Uh, let me see here. Let's go to Paul in Waldorf. Hey, Paul, what's up? Hey, fellas, how you doing? Good. Yeah, I mean, my take on this is, like, it all might be a blessing in disguise. Um, I think what a lot of fans are overlooking, and we want to go with the sexy pick, and I think we just need a leader of men most of all. Um, I'm going Vrabel or Quinn at this point. Uh, we're going to have a young team. We need we need leaders. Uh, we can find an offensive coordinator. Um, that That's my take on it. And definitely no EB. Or, or Belichick. Right. You mean Eric Bieniemy, correct? <laughs> Coach right, Bieniemy. Right, Coach right. Bieniemy, right. Yes. O-G-E-B greater than E-B. <laughs> we know that. All right. Thank you, Paul. 
You should be seeing a spike in the T-shirt sales. Yeah, I need to. <laughs> I need to come up with a new get one. Get your hustle out there. Let's go to Tony in DC. Tony, what's up? Hey, how you got? Hello. Yeah, what's, what's up, Tony? Up, man? Hey, how you doing, Junks? Uh, listen to your show every morning. Thank, Thank you for having me. Yeah, so um, if see, I would, I would love Mike Mike McDonald, but if he's off the board, probably like probably Dan Quinn because I agree with the last uh, the caller a little bit before. Dan Quinn, he does have a decent track record. Um, but also, the other pick I would say is, I mean, okay, Coach EB had one season of, eh, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't all on him. All Sam Howe had to do was be checked down Charlie. If you watch the tape, Some truth so many that, people were sure. open. For they sure. held the ball too long, sure. right? But coach now, yes, EB should have ran the ball a little bit more. That is that is it. That is the truth. Mm-hmm. But he's not hard. He got two Super Bowl rings. He's he's he's, he's He's got to be. He's he's pretty good, you know. But I think he's a leader of men. But I would go with Dan Quinn though, right? Because he's, the Bienemy uh, yeah. Super Bowl thing, it's valid, and we don't know the percentage of play calls that was Andy Reid. But there's a perception that he was a passenger on the Andy Reid Mahomes bus. Right. Andy Reid was the that primary play caller. <laughs> and this, now this season Bien-Ami, didn't dissuade people from having that. Opinion. Yes. Now Bienemy said that he was calling plays in Kansas City. And you can see him. He has his play sheets, and maybe he called a percentage of the plays. But I'm just saying the perception is he was a pastor. Here's what scares me about Dan Quinn, and I've said this for a couple weeks now. One of the things that we would bring up all the time with Rivera once it started going south here was, well, when's the last time he had a winning season? Look at the last couple of seasons for Ron Rivera. We would point, when's the last time he had? He only had three winning seasons, blah, 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 blah. Well, if you look at Dan Quinn, six years in the league as a head coach. Now, he was fired after an 0-5 start. Out of six, he only had two winning seasons. Mm-hmm. So his last three seasons were 7-9, and 7-9, 0-5. It just feels like the same thing as Ron Rivera, a defensive guy, older guy who had some success, took a team to the Super mm-hmm. Bowl, but would be taking over after being a loser. Now, one difference is Ron Rivera didn't have any time in between. So Quinn has had a couple of seasons now to sit back and be a defensive coordinator. Right. I mean, and, the thing and, is... And I'm not saying it would it would go the exact same way. I'm just saying I would be nervous that it for feels every, very much like Rivera hired. But he's a culture guy. The word on the street, he's a culture guy. Rivera, right? too. All, all of the, all the players love him, and I know that's what they said about Rivera. But he's got tons of energy. And when he started to, fa- I know he's smarter than Rivera. I already know that. I, and when he started to fail in Atlanta, Matt Ryan clearly passed his prime, right? But I think you can't overlook the fact that in his second year, was it the second year they went to the Super Bowl or third year? I don't know. I Either ahead. second or third, because he was eleven and five. Second, second year, year. yeah, his second year. They also year flailed when they lost Kyle, right? Didn't Kyle leave? And Kyle, all of that. Yeah, Kyle. Kyle. Kyle's been there. Super Bowl. He was. They yeah, went, so they went he, he's, he's been there with, seven years. With, uh, right. Yeah. So that's when it started to go south. When he I lost think. Kyle. 2017, I think. Well, they went 10 and 6 the next year without him. Yeah. And then 7 and 9, 7 and 9, whatever. Yeah. 0 and 5. Then he got fired midseason, yeah. There was some of that that I saw that I was reading last night that the Falcons um, GM, they, the money they spent on the Falcons defense was almost dead last in the NFL all those years. That was with Dimitrov. That was the guy who rode his bike to work. Yeah. Like 29th, 30th, 28th, and spending. Just loading up on offense? If your GM's a friggin' hippie, uh, uh, it ain't going to work. But put it this way. He never had, like, that awful full season like Rivera did. 
Well, well, he, he had seven he and nine, a, seven and nine. He was on a bullet train to it in five. 2020, and they pulled the plug. And Ryan wasn't. Well, they needed another quarterback. At Ryan that time. wasn't terrible that year when he they would, finished four and twelve. He, he finished with 26 touchdowns, just 11 picks. Yeah, but he was he wasn't the Matt Ryan that got them Super Bowl. Now that they didn't have Kyle Shanahan either, that was a big part of it. That was a big part of it. And I would just say for every. Ron Rivera example, then you can give the Pete Carroll example or the Bill Belichick example, the guys that kind of failed in their first spot or two, mm-hmm. yeah. and then they had success. So I don't think any of that, you know what I mean? Like Every situation is unique. If I were the Harris group, as soon as I touched down in Detroit, I would have dropped off the lesser parts of the contingent, whoever that might have been. Like, hey, Rick Spielman and Bob Myers, you go interview Aaron Glenn – Peters and I, we're staying on the plane. We're flying back to Baltimore, and we're going to try to woo McDonald. But what you if- guys do the Glenn interview. We're dividing and conquering, and we're going to go get our guy before Seattle gets but What him. if Aaron Glenn is this year's D'Amico Ryans? Could be. I mean, Number maybe he, two maybe pick, defensive would, guy. You know what? I'm willing to take the chance that he's not. <laughs> I'm will, I would back. I would back Gwen, uh, So why are you such a backer of Mike McDonald? They have similar resumes. Younger. Just because he's younger. I, li- I like younger guys. Yeah. Part that up. I like younger guys. <laughs> There's no true reason. <laughs> handsome, handsome. The rationale handsome. is the rationale is through the window. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Glenn is <laughs> not. But here's the deal. I would back any of those guys. I would back McDonald certainly. Mm-hmm. McDonald owned Detroit when they played him. Yeah, Valdez. What was the final score of that game? Uh, I think it was like thirty to six. He, he six. owned Slowick too. That six, he owned that six Slowick. points was a garbage TD with like four minutes to play right. in the fourth. Now, yeah, look, like you said, his personnel was he's got absurd. great personnel, but he owned him. So I would back McDonald. I've already said I'm on record. I certainly would back Quinn Vrabel, which doesn't look like it's going to happen. Back him, and I would back Aaron Glenn. Well, you're deep. backing everybody. Who are you not backing? <laughs> Anthony I mean, Weaver. You're backing- I don't know anything about Anthony Weaver. <laughs> I'm yeah, say anybody <laughs> but the enemy. I would take Snoop Dogg as a head coach before I take the enemy. You're ABB. <laughs> anybody but the enemy. That's your t-shirt. Any- ABB. Yeah, ABB. But you can't yeah. use the enemy's name. You'd have to come up with it. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not anti-defensive head coach. You down with ABB? I'm down. I'm not down with ABB. All right, we'll take more of your calls next. If McDonald is out, oh, who out. do you want? Then because McDonald right now, he's inter- he's interviewed with Washington, mm-hmm. but he's also interviewed with Seattle. Yep. So there's a possibility he says, you know what? I'm going to go to Seattle. Well, that could happen. What happens next in the commander's coaching search? More of your calls next here on the Junkies. Welcome back. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980. Taking your calls now on the new favorite to be the commander's head coach since Ben Johnson is not out. That's Mike McDonald. But we want to now explore, well, what if it's not Mike McDonald? What if he does what Ben Johnson and Slowick has done and says, I just want to stay, uh, I want to finish the job in Baltimore and stay on as a DC. What if he takes the gig in Seattle? These are legit possibilities. I, I just, 
we're falling into the same trap we did with Johnson. Oh, I agree. We're assuming this is the next favorite. It's the media favorite. <laughs> it's our you know, there, favorite. There's literally no, no, zero. No, it's Cakes' indication. favorite. Okay. Yo, he's it's Grant Paulson's favorite. It's the media. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Johnson's officially dead. Dude. We have no he idea what dead. these guys want. Now, I, I think McDonald sounds great. You know, I think a sausage McMuffin sounds great. All this McDonald talk, man, it's getting me going. And it like could be early. McDonald. Drab came in here and brought up a good point. So mm. he's married. Yeah. His wife, Stephanie, mm. was born in Annapolis. Mm-hmm. She attended middle and high school in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Right. And then she became a cheerleader for the Baltimore Ravens uh-huh. before he was there <laughs> in 2013. Right. She was a cheerleader for the Titans for two years before joining Hold the on. Ravens. How many, how many uh, teams has she cheered for in the NFL? Two or three? I guess it says. Ravens oh, oh, no. And it says Commanders. Yeah, yeah, commanders and commander. Commanders cheerleader last. <laughs> she's, she's cheered for every team in the league. <laughs> but point is, she's local. Right. She's probably got some stories. She too. loves Chart House in Annapolis. I don't even know that place is still open. That place is, <laughs> I have no idea. I haven't been there in years. <laughs> Here's my take on it. All married guys know. You can't make a decision that your wife's not on board with, especially a life-changing decision. I would love to have them in Seattle. I think it would be great. Yeah. They have no connection to Seattle. None. That's, a, that's just a coaching style. Zero. You so, have a much bigger connection is, to Seattle. But yeah, but why is he interviewing in Seattle then? Because he doesn't know if he's going to get the commander's job. He doesn't know if he was going to get offered. It, <clears> it might be a better situation. To, to play the, the no, offers against each if, other. If it's between those two, my, my instinct would be if his wife's from here and they have family here, and, she, and if she's saying, I want to stay home, he's going to go, no, we're going to Seattle. Guys don't really think like that. They want to make their wives happy. Yeah, but then he's going to show her the eight million dollars a year offer from Seattle. Uh, maybe and the money pack and, their bags versus the, the four and a half that <laughs> yeah. Washington's. Do they offer. have kids yet? Doesn't appear because so it, it's a lot less likely to uproot kids. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot less uh, disruptive. I mean, it's still disruptive, but to go from Baltimore to D.C., it's not quite. She's as on Twitter. Jarring. It, on her Twitter or somewhere, I saw that they're big into their dog. Hey, yeah, that means they have no kids. The dog as soon as they have kids, the dogs go in the basement. At least early on. It I mean, does her- say, while Stephanie occasionally shares their pictures on Twitter, the couple generally opts to avoid social media due to the often harsh nature of social media comments. <laughs> wow. Stephanie prefers to avoid such yep. platforms for her well Stephanie... Mike McDonald and Valdez. <laughs> but she's still on because she retweeted yeah. um, the finalist for AP Assistant Coach of the Year. Her Twitter, handle, one of the her Twitter handle is WRC Stephanie, which I'm guessing stands for Washington Redskins Cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe she's on the news department at WRC DC. Those are their call letters. Listen, I don't I, know. I, I like it. I like the theory. We'll find out. I just don't know if they like him. But he might no he might idea. he might do exactly what Ben Johnson did and Slowick did and say, you know what? Supposedly he got his seasoning, as as Valdez said, by going to Michigan and being defense coordinator. He might want to be the DC of Baltimore and complete the job and win a Super Bowl in Baltimore before he takes a head coaching gig. Where's the interview? These young guys are gonna be the interview the here or are they is, is they find him out to Seattle. Seattle interviewed him yesterday in Baltimore. But d- doesn't he doesn't he want to go out and see the facilities? And did he go out to Seattle too? Not that I know. Of. No. Don't know. Maybe that, yeah, that happens once. Google Seattle. Maybe that happens once they spring the money. Just Google it. Your second yeah, just make your decision. Just yeah, Google. I mean, I, you see the space <laughs> yeah, needle. Image. You see the space needle. It's probably seen Grey's Anatomy. It takes place in <laughs> right, Seattle. Right, right. The one thing that I do know is that the media and the fans, all of us, 
we're kind of obsessed with an offensive guy. If we, in other words, we would prefer an offensive guy. Yeah. But we know that Peters and company didn't really care about that. They only had two on the list out of seven. It obviously wasn't a priority for them. Right. Three. So, Bianchi, he's not, he's not a real. He's <laughs> you not don't a even real count him as an interview. No, he's fake. <laughs> um. So I mean, I I don't even know that they lost out on their guy. I'm still not even convinced. The I'm media lost out on yeah, their guy. We don't know if they we, we lost out. We have yeah. no idea. No idea. And, I, and I'm pretty confident whoever they step up with, <laughs> it might be a week from now, they're going to say that was their choice. They're Top not going to say, all along. you know what, you're Top right. Choice all we along. asked Ben, he said no. We asked McDonald, he said no. Yeah, they're not going to say he's well, our let's third see what choice. Let's see what the callers have to say. Look at me, Reggie. Think? Look at me. <laughs> all right. Reggie, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Look at me. Hey, bro. Look at me, Reggie. What's up? Man, I, I'm like uh, Anthony Weaver. You know, he's an associate head coach, so you figure he got a lot of the responsibilities that – you know, kind of like the associate, the, the head coach uh, has. And the last associate head coach was Dan Campbell. Right. And he was tight ends. He didn't even have – he wasn't even a D.C. or O.C. when he was with the um, – I think it was with the Saints. So he was a, he was a, he was an associate head coach. And look what he's done with Detroit. Mm-hmm. So he puts a great staff around him. So Weaver, everything you hear kind of out of Baltimore, you know, he's a you know real charismatic and kind of real leader of men. And then I, one of the articles just came out that he's about to uh, interview for the D.C. and um, – in Miami. So right. why not? Everybody keeps talking about McDonald. You know, maybe Weaver, who's already kind of done it, at least from, you know, that, that associate level. And then you now can kind of mirror that to see Dan Campbell and what he's done in Detroit. Why couldn't this guy do the same thing? He's been on both sides of the ball, too. Two years ago, he was defensive line coach and run game coordinator. And that's under Greg Roman, where they really I just feel like, like to run he has the ball. Very little buzz on Anthony Weaver. Of course, there's no like buzz. Negative buzz it, on him. But that doesn't hey, matter. There was hey, no buzz really on uh, like, Canal Ason and yeah. Raheem Morris. I like the I like the idea that he's a former player and able to relate to players. And also, if you if you don't remember this, the Ravens' defensive line was probably the the biggest weakness on the team heading into the season. And if you remember during the the joint practices, all the reports <laughs> were that the Ravens' defensive line was just getting worked all over the place against the Commanders. And so I, I credit a lot to their development to Anthony Weaver and what he was able to do with that defensive line. And I think that's something that you want in a head coach. Is How somebody, old is Weaver? 43. <laughs> somebody who can uh, help grow grow a player, grow a skill set. Coach coach him up. Hey, Isn't that what you want? Valdez. Yeah. If McDonald takes one of these jobs, yeah. you, know, you know, I'm hoping who gets your D.C.? Uh, who do you hope? Denard Wilson. Mm-hmm. Denard Wilson's the DB's coach in mm-hmm. Baltimore. You know where he went to high school? Dematha High School. Dematha High School. <laughs> went to Maryland. I, th- I think. Uh, I think Chris Hewitt, and he's the secondary secondary coach, and Jesse Minter, who's the defensive coordinator at Michigan, are are a top. You know, Denard yeah, Wilson not, is also but, another name that Lachlan Ford threw out there as a potential head coach that should be interviewed. Oh, I didn't see that. No, I'm just saying when he, when he was on with Linnell last night, he was just throwing out. Oh, he's names. Just throwing out names. Oh, yeah. I got you. He yeah. hate he hates Dan Quinn, but he likes everybody <laughs> in Baltimore. There's something personal between Jason and Dan Quinn. Uh, I don't know it, what it is. History there that we there, don't know. There about? must be because he was like, I would must not have banged hire. his wife. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. All right, let's go to. Uh, I, I just want to say this about the associate head coach, and I've said this before. I feel like that is a title thrown to a lot of coaches. Who was the associate head coach of the Commanders? 
Hold on. It was Beanie. Beanie. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It's a way sometimes to theoretically promote a guy, even if they're still in the same position, so that they don't get a gig elsewhere. It's a way to maybe give them more money, give them a title. I was going to say, there's definitely money involved. So you think there's no responsibility with being an associate head coach? I am not certain. I'm not in the locker room. I, I, it I don't... probably depends on the uh, uh, team probably, by team. Uh, give them the grunt work. I would guess not a ton of I responsibility. With, I, bet with, I bet with Ron it might have had a lot because I don't think yeah. Ron did much. <laughs> that could be the case. You know, I don't know what Harbaugh does. No idea. Let's go to Paul. I mean, I just, I just – have you ever heard of John Embry? I just picked not a random really. team, the Miami Dolphins. Nope. All right? Don't know the that The Miami person. Dolphins – Mm-hmm. Have an offense coordinator, Frank Smith. Mm-hmm. Mike McDaniel calls the plays. They have a defensive coach. Now they've got a new one in, in Vic Fangio. But, well, Fangio left. Fangio's now sorry, with the Eagles. They're looking for a new one. Yeah. Their assistant head coach is John Embry, mm-hmm. who was the tight ends coach. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I, I just think most times it's a glorified title. Well, you would have said that about Dan Campbell, the same exact position that, that he's in. Yeah. Right? But I would have. He's just making a general comment. He's not saying it disqualifies them. He's just no. saying it doesn't necessarily elevate them. I, look, I would have no problem if they hire Anthony Weaver. I don't have a dog in this fight. What difference does it make to me? He might be the best candidate. I'm just saying that that position to me, I don't put much stock into it. Mm-hmm. it seems like a lot of teams, and I could just punch up random teams, they throw in associate head coach to yeah, randos. Yeah, but you also acknowledge you don't know what they're doing. That is true. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. So let's go to Paulie in D.C. Paulie, what's up? <clears throat> L to the W. What's hey, up, Paulie? What's up? What's going on, man? Hey, look, man. You guys ain't going to get me to fall for the banana in the tailpipe again. Right? <laughs> Who's that? How so? It's a good trick. How so? <laughs> Some, uh, giving me another leading candidate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. They all on the same equal footing to me right now. I agree. You're probably right. I yeah, agree. You're probably right. You have no idea what these guys are thinking. Hey, saying that, man, you know, I wouldn't mind Aaron Glenn taking over the mantle. Um, he's been part of a rebuild. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been there the whole time with Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. Um, and I if like you look that. at Detroit staff, you look at their staff, it's built uh, with a lot of former players. You know, a, a former uh, former former players would give them a, a relations to these youth, to the young players. And, you know, we're, we're going to be a part of a roster change. So, I think Aaron Glenn has been there before as far as part of the rebuild with Campbell. And he's respected um, around the league, and he's respected by the players. So I wouldn't mind Glenn one. You know what I mean? I know y'all don't want to hear this, but I would say uh, Eric Bien-Aimé two. And, um, Why Bien-Aimé? What is it about Bien-Aimé that you like? Yeah, how do he win you um, over? Listen, man, throughout the course of the season, <clears throat> hearing Bien-Aimé on Thursday, he strikes me as a leader of men. I mean, I think he carried himself well. Yeah, I, I agree with everybody else. I didn't particularly care for his, you know, his offense throwing the ball eighty times mm-hmm. a game. You know what I mean? But if you listen to him in the press conferences and everything, even if, even doing a whole uh, Ron Rivera throwing him under the bus left and right, mm-hmm. you know, he handled himself in in a in a leadership quality way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you know, how about this? How about it, this compromise, Paulie? How about this compromise? <laughs> We we can let him be the head coach, but he can't go anywhere near the uh, offensive uh, play calling room. He can't go anywhere near the quarterback room. He has to just sit at his desk <laughs> and be a leader. You know that's impossible. <laughs> like don't, don't nothing to do with play calling. You want to be a leader? Hey, I like it. 
listen, you got to think, that was his first year getting the call plays and all that. But No, but he I'm claims he's been sure. doing it for seven years, eight years. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that uh, somewhere in that interview, you know what I mean, he had to uh, uh, give them some type of assurances that he, was gonna, he wasn't going to throw the new quarterback's arm off, you know, in, in season two. You know what I mean? Because they clearly want to go in a direction. But let me let me end with this: mm-hmm. if we don't hear hear of a coach in the next seventy two hours, don't be surprised if they're waiting for somebody off the forty nine ers staff. I think I that's possible. Hail to the W. All right, thank you. I, I, I was oh, telling Jason, I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I saw Bob Myers pretty on deep. the sideline at the NFC Championship game. Yep, he was in San Fran. He's part of the coaching committee, who are, right? Who are the, the only guy. Nine are guys that are being. I mean, I guess it discussed. would be Steve. I don't know if they're being discussed. I haven't heard any interview possibly with Steve Wilkes and Wilkes? Uh, Clint okay. Kubiak. Um, I don't know if you – I mean, Brian Greasy is a quarterback. How old is Clint Kubiak? He's got, a, he's got a twin brother, I think, too. On the, I think it's Clay and Clint. Uh, I don't know. Maybe early, thir- early mid-30s? 36. Uh-huh. But I haven't that heard – That profile. He's right <laughs> in my wheelhouse. I haven't heard that That's name. Perfect. But, again, he's, he's not the, the passing play, game coordinator. He's not the play caller. You don't want that. You don't want the passing game coordinator. You want an offensive coordinator. Not necessarily. Oh, I like oh, I wants. like passing game guys. I'm big on them. I would interview all of them. All right, let's go to Jamie in Delaware. I don't think he was the Vikings be. though coordinator, offensive coordinator hey. in 2021. Jamie, hey, how you doing? What's, What's up, up, Jamie? I think we should uh, get Vrabel and then do something a little outrageous. Uh-huh. If the Panthers, I mean Chicago, takes Caleb Williams. Uh huh. I think we should take Marvin Harrison Jr. and then throw a franchise franchise tag on Justin Fields and then go offensive line. Well, you'd have to acquire that sounds <laughs> ridiculous. You got a wacky How are you going to trade for yeah, Justin gotta, Fields? Yeah. I've been I've been holding my arm up to my ear for you know like 45 minutes so and it's really crazy the way your program is delayed on the TV and I'm I know. I Listen, keep... you're getting caught up. How are they acquiring Justin Fields? You got to trade for him. So well, can... they were just talking about it on Get Up. Oh, You're mimicking Get Up, please. <laughs> I hate all those guys. <laughs> I, I, I started so well. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's go to Ra. Oh, no. Let's go real quick to Larry. He says he's bonkers for EB. You like me, <laughs> Larry? Yeah, I mean you're cool too, but I'm definitely uh, BFB. I'm bonkers for the enemy. I really am. Like, <laughs> yeah. why? Oh, you do, but you're cool too, though. You're cool too. Why? Though, you know? Explain yeah. why. Explain why. So, so from a fundamental standpoint, would you prefer to bring in someone who who we've seen him be successful in the past, but most recently he's had some challenging, so he's got something to prove, versus someone who's coming in smelling himself, feeling like he, you know. He's got the fanfare and the ex- – I want someone who's back is against the wall who has something to prove. And I feel like what we saw, the discrepancies we saw in his offense were more circumstantial. I mean, for God's sake, he was a running back, a damn good running back. So I don't believe that philosophically he doesn't believe in establishing the run. I feel like the personnel, <laughs> the offensive line we had was – I mean, you you work with what you got. So – and, and the biggest thing I would say is it's not even so much of what he did here. It's the regression 
of Kansas City's offense. I mean, keep in mind they're they in the still Super Bowl. Have, they're going to the Super Bowl. They, <laughs> they're in the but Super their Bowl. Offense, they, it ain't because of their offense. We got eyes. That defense is what has gotten them there. Their offense has very clearly taken a step back. And if it weren't for an all, feel like it's great picked it up down the stretch. Maybe statistically you're right, but come on, they're still winning games in the playoffs right. with they're, they're, a really good offense. They are winning games. They are winning games. They they all, they also have an all world quarterback and an right. all world head coach. Right. So, but that's still so. So what justifies them taking a step back offensively? They got the same personnel. Well, you could say so, that I mean, same thing. Hold on, you could say that same thing for why Biennemi's. I know you, you're saying he's has something to prove, but he also had a Hall of Fame quarterback and a Hall of Fame tight end. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he had some good pieces there in Kansas City. If he was calling any place. All right, got to no take a break. More of your calls at 800-636-1067. And I'm going to tell you and why. By the way, he had Tyreek Hill, too. I'm going to tell you even more reasons why Mike McDonald is the favorite to land this job next. Welcome back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Chucky's on 106.7 The Fan. So found some interesting nuggets in this article written by, I think it's uh, Brian Manning, Yahoo Sports. But he references uh, Rappaport and Schefter. Look, Schefter got it right. Schefter said, if I had to bet Ben Johnson's... (laughs) You know, the, the presumption was Ben Johnson to do Washington, Dan Quinn to Seattle. He said, if I had to bet, at least one of those things won't happen, if not two. Right? Mm-hmm. So Schefter said that. Um, but there's some nuggets here in this article about Stephanie McDonald to continue uh, what we were talking about. Uh, Mike McDonald's wife, Stephanie, was a cheerleader for the Washington Redskins. She also according to this story, sang the national anthem for the commanders a couple of times. And her father raised her, I don't know where her parents lived, a Washington fan. Mm. So she has ties to the area, was born in Annapolis, uh, went to high school in Fredericksburg. Um, So you've got that. But also, he points out, there's a connection between McDonald and Washington, senior vice president of football strategy, Eugene Shen. Shen and McDonald worked together for six seasons. But even... I think to the point where they, I think they shared an office at one point. Like they're close. Like they know each other pretty well. But even beyond that, the thing which really jumped out at me in this article. Now, we don't know if this is Washington, but Rappaport said that one of the teams looking for a head coach, right now they're two, called McDonald the best interview they've had by far. Hmm. Rappaport said, quote, he is young, he is bright, sort of the defensive Sean McVay is how he was described to me. That's what hooked Drab T-shirt when he now, saw that line that he's the defensive version of Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. Drab was like, oh, <laughs> look in the mouth, he was ready. You now, want him to go it to could Seattle, be that that's time. Seattle because Rappaport well, called would, McDonald. If that's, a, if that's the case, why wouldn't they just hire him right away? Rappaport Whoever, called McDonald might happen today. a, quote, really, really strong candidate in Seattle. This is what Patrick Queen said, stud linebacker for the Ravens. Patrick mm-hmm. Queen said about Hamill. Now, he's biased. About who? About uh, McDonald's. So. I was a good candidate. 
He says, whoever gets him, if he leaves, they're getting the best candidate out there. The guy's an all-around, just the best person I've ever been around, coach-wise, person-wise. He really cares and truly cares. He really cares and truly cares about the players. He says, he's the best person I've ever been around. Hmm. That's pretty heady praise. <laughs> it's going to be a battle to land him between, obviously, the Commanders and the Seahawks. Who comes in with the better offer? Who's the current owner of the Seahawks? Uh, I think it's Paul Allen's widow or somebody no, no, from his sister, family. Jody sister, Jody Allen. Okay, but that's uh, she has to sell at some point. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine this, the Commanders went for six billion? What are the Seahawks going to go for? Nine billion? Ten billion dollars? It's going to keep going up. I mean, it's going to be absurd whenever that sale takes place. If you had to bet right now, cakes and. Of course, there was always betting against cakes. Yes. Who will the next head coach of the Commanders be? <laughs> Mike McDonald. EB. If you ask me to bet, that's bet where against... I would place my wager. I'm going to bet on Dan Quinn right now. Dan Quinn. What if it was going to be Quinn? If you had to bet right now, who's it going to be? Quinn. Quinn. If it was going to be Quinn. Why I think did McDonald, they just lock it up? I think yesterday? McDonald's going to Seattle because maybe they did because they ben still Johnson. thought they were interviewing Ben Johnson. Yeah, but then they could point. call him and say, "Come back. We're we're ready to do this." Okay, <laughs> but he's got to get a new suit. <laughs> <laughs> suit. I'm it's not sure. a rush to do the announcement, I guess. I like I, I like you you just you really put me over the top with McDonald. So you think it'll be McDonald? I I I have zero insight. Of course none of us do. We're just guessing. We're kind of buying into. He wants us to make a pick. But I think you brought up a good point. If they don't have kids, and I'm not positive, I just I made my Do you think it's gonna be someone out of the blue? I part of me thinks that. Could be someone out of the book. Somebody that we just, you know, because there's been a lot of those. I guess Anthony Weaver would be kind of an out of the blue hire. Mm-hmm. See, I think the San Francisco possibility is there, and I, it's maybe stupid, but I'm swayed by seeing Bob Myers, the NBA guy who's part of the committee, mm-hmm. being on the sidelines there at the 49ers game. Yeah, Shouldn't but, he be? But who do you want interviewing people? Well, he's probably eyeing well, that's the, the Lions guys. Does he live out there? I mean, both the Lions yeah, guys okay. were on their list. Good point. Good yeah. point. They're playing the they're Lions playing there. like. Yeah, good point. I don't think to, they're. I'm just saying. I was swayed by that. Maybe there's a San Francisco guy. Did you take Kubiak. beyond two seconds when you when you thought? I just that? thought I was just thinking San Francisco guys, because <laughs> we're talking about outside. We're talking about right. possibilities outside the guys they've interviewed. The possibilities. I, what Drab and I were talking about, like what the actual rules are, and I, you know how they have to disclose who they're interviewing. Mm-hmm. We think they have to interview guys that are sort of currently employed by the NFL. But if they wanted to like secretly hire a guy or interview Vrabel and Belichick because they're not currently under contract with anybody, they could do that, right? Although I think they're still under contract, right? They're still being paid, right? So maybe they could. I think it's going to be McDonald, and then if Harris wants to go for the real like outside the box bit, he hires Saban. Oh. He's not going to hire Saban. I'm. I just. I Saban's my job. If he wants to go outside of the box. He hires Saban. Want to hire die. Deion Sanders then? God, I just want no. to see his reaction. I mean, it's, I'm <laughs> not a Dion guy. I, I, I just don't know what to do there. Uh, I mean, they, they won like four games last year. You couldn't stop hearing about how great of a coach you. They was. didn't interview Brian Flores, right? I like. They did not. I don't think they did. I think Brian, Brian Flores is a beast. Brian Flores basically nuked his whole. He just stands for something, which I have a lot of respect for. Yeah. He like basically nuked a lot of opportunities. And going against that owner, he's going to be everything. blitzing a lot. What was he? He was with Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota yeah, this year. Recently, Miami yeah, Minnesota. when that went wrong. Yeah. yeah, but Minnesota recently. right? But like he was like, screw it. I know this might cost me my job, but I'm going to speak up. I don't know. I just think that he's got a lot of character. And I think he's by, a great job. I think he was interviewed. 
Here? Here? No. Oh, okay. I think he was interviewed by somebody. Yeah. yeah. I like Flores. Just like I liked Raheem Morris. Some Man, of these guys are. If they don't get Mike McDonald, it's you're definitely going to. If they don't get Mike McDonald, though, it's going to feel like they've just been shunned by all their top choices. It'll I know, seem but, that way. But we don't know who their top choices I agree. are. We just keep assuming. We don't know Jack. I, I would assume he's one of the top choices. By the way, nobody knows Jack. I'm not saying he's the top choice. He's got to be one the of the top The only guy who appears to know anything is Adam Schefter. Yeah, he knows. He knows. We should definitely listen next. Still. next. I kind of scoffed when he's like, ah, oh, but either one of these things may not happen. I was like, yeah, whatever. As soon as he and tweets he that, totally it right. happens. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. immediately. Yeah. 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 There's nobody plugged in like that, dude. He knows everybody in the league. Yep. I believe something's going to go down before noon today. That's a wild Like bit. a leak. You might be right. You're going to have a leak. Because you think it's a race to grab their guy before the other team does. Maybe. I mean, you think they're this is just, just. Do you think they're in furious I, negotiations right this second? Yes. With Mike McDonald. I actually, I actually think it's yeah. going to happen in the next two hours because the Ravens have their State of the Union scheduled for 11 a.m. Oh, really? And my <laughs> guess is they know if their defensive coordinator is leaving before they talk to the media mm. about the future of the team. Why? When did they set that? When did they set the time for their meeting? Like today, or did they have yesterday? It? They have a yearly State of the Union bit for the every, Ravens. Yeah, every year at mm. the end of the season, a couple of days afterwards, they schedule a, a like eleven a.m. State uh, of the Union where Bashadi and Harbaugh sit there, mm. talk about the future, got it, and uh, answer questions about the future. Yeah, I, I think you could hear, you might hear that McDonald has decided not to become a head coach this I year. Just, I just think that yeah. yeah, and I just think that they would be more prepared for the answer of is McDonald staying right than sitting up there not knowing anything. Mm-hmm. That's just what I think. I think that's a, but a they good not, theory. But they're not necessarily in charge of that. You know what I mean? They well, Other I would, than they found out yesterday that it's a done I would deal. just I would assume I would assume McDonald would go to the staff and go to the the front office and say, "Hey guys, this is the opportunity I've been presented." I've I think I'm gonna. So you think McDonald's already been hired? I think I think they're gonna ink the contract in the next two hours. Okay, mm. good. You think? Oh, to McDonald? I can't. I wish they would if, do it right yeah. this second. Yeah. I wish they would do it. Be right. Be ready for some breaking news. Yeah. Hope that's the case. I feel like it's gonna happen. Um. All right. Got to take a break. We'll come back. We'll shift gears. Open up Evie's entertainment page here on the Junkies. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 